a master in the shallow, but one I'm catching them deep. Learn to finesse the game, cause power's easy to me. Mama always told me there's plenty fish in the sea, but y'all ain't never seen a fisherman pimp like me. Yes. Hey, yo. What's up, everybody? Man. Welcome to KB Live. I'm back, Ryan. I'm back. That is a, a country ass, fishing ass, rapping ass Yankee. dude right there. Yeah, I'm gonna put a link. <laughs> I'm gonna put a link to DJ's YouTube channel in the comments because the author performer of the KBN intro, DJ Williams, just dropped a new new single over there, uh, "Country Fish and Ass," over on his his YouTube channel. So go go oh, watch yeah. it. That's it's a good one. Comments. It's a good one. Ryan, I'm sorry I was out last week, but man, I am sorry I missed the show more than anything. I watched it back. What an unbelievable Dude. guest you had last week. Was it like, not hilarious? That that guy, I mean, he's a character in himself, but a lot of good messaging came about uh, in in yeah. those shenanigans. Yeah, I got a load of clips that I used our our AI software to pull out. I'm gonna get those posted up here soon. Uh, but yeah, unbelievable show. I'm you know I host the show with you every week, and I found myself just sitting here watching it like everybody else watches it for that whole hour, just laughing and giggling and having a good time. So <laughs> that one that one was wild. We touched on uh, a little bit of everything. I think the the history of kayak fishing, the history of this podcast with Shane Williams. Uh, we covered uh, we covered a lot of bases there. I'm sorry if I broke anything on the software. I was trying to like run it smooth. I don't know. I don't know. My you killed the game. You killed the game. Uh, and and Marshall appreciate him stepping in last minute. Um, I'm not, was out sick last week. I don't know what was going on. I didn't have the COVID, but I certainly didn't feel like uh, being on here and, and limping through the show. But I'm back. I'm back today. So. Cam thought we would have more views with Marshall on the show. He did. She did. She did. Why'd she yeah. do that? Why'd she do me like that? She hating. She's hating. She's not a. She's not a fan of Jeffrey. She's a Marshall fan. She. She. You know, ever since that Sweden trip, she's a. He was our driver. You know, really a team player. Uh, obviously, his his French girl experience. Uh, he gained a lot of fans on that trip. Well, tell Cam that made me sad, but I don't know. If, you know, I'll I'll give them more views to Blake, not to Marshall. How about yeah. that? Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, we got a big show tonight. Double double feature. First part of the show, we're gonna have BDH Brian Howe. He's been on several times, usually for winning big money somewhere. He'll probably he may be, be on here on next week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very soon. <laughs> but he's gonna preview Big Sam, uh, which we can talk about that when he comes on. But there's some giants being Dude, caught down there. It I is mean, on it's fire on. right now. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna talk about that, and then we've got John Dalton, who I've tried to have on here for a while. He was supposed to come on for the YouTube channel review show, but along with the rest of the YouTubers, had COVID and was sick, and he couldn't really come on here. Uh, he's going to come on tonight because he's one of the, I mean, he just crossed 150,000 subs on YouTube, Creek, Fish, awesome. Creek Fishing Adventures, for those of you that I'm sure are fans of his over there. And he started off kind of wade fishing, doing the creek fishing, still does all that. But he's also now dabbling in kayak tournaments, so we can mm -hmm. talk about all that and, and kind of over to this side of things uh, with John in the last part of the show. So it's going to be it's going to be a big one, man. It's gonna be I big. like it. Yeah. Uh, a few things to get to before we get going. Of course, I put DJ's video in the comments, but... Some uh, unbelievably sad and all too familiar news I saw last week that I wanted to share some stuff about, Ryan. Uh, I don't know. You know, it's actually, strangely enough, almost one year ago to the date, like a week ago, one year ago, got the horrible news about my granddaughter, Rowan. She is doing great now. She's rung the bell. She, she's clear of, of cancer right now. Thank you all so much for, for all the, the support and prayers through that. But last week on uh, YouTube, I saw Miles Berghoff. Yep. who fishes the Bassmaster series out there. He's got a big YouTube channel. His daughter, his little girl got diagnosed with the exact same thing, neuroblastoma. They're moving to Memphis now to St. Jude for treatment. It, it was like a gut punch seeing somebody else have to go through that. And it's a very rare cancer. I mean, it's only hundreds of kids per year. That's it. They, they come up with that. So they're going through that fight. So I wanted to share the links to his GoFundMe. I'll throw a picture of him and his little girl on the screen here. Let's see if I can pull this up. Yeah. Yeah, there they are right there, heading to the hospital. They're literally going to move to Memphis, and I know you've got some contacts in St. Jude. They're going to a yep. great place to get that taken care of. I reached out to him and let him know, I mean, if there's anything I could do to help, obviously, on the medical side, but also, you know, the fundraising side. Uh, St. Jude's great about covering expenses as far as the medical treatment goes, uh, but when you're completely uprooting your family and moving to a new city, there's a lot of a lot of stuff that comes along with that. So, uh you know, keep your ear to the ground. You may or may not be hearing something. If, if you know, he responds and, and he's up for it, I'd be happy to uh, do what we do over here. Yeah, and people, I, I, I pulled up their GoFundMe. I dropped a link in the chat. They're already over $100,000 in the GoFundMe. I mean, they are, 
the community like they do is, is rolling and, and raising some money for that family. So keep that up and do what you can from, from KB nation. So, uh, yeah, just sad news, but I want, I thought we needed to share it here because as always, we want to rally the troops if we can and, and set prayers up for, for Sonar and his family. Cause he's, uh, don't know him personally, but seems like a great guy, great family man. Local, and, local Chickamauga you know. guy. He's always yeah, out on chick, and, busting them up. Know, any kid that has to go through this and any family with their kid, just, we, we don't want that. We want to we want her to get over this quick. So prayers up for a quick, quick cure for her. Uh, what else we need to get to, Ryan? Anything else before we get in here? I know we need to talk about the sponsors before we get Thank Ryan Thank our sponsors, in. And, and we'll roll in with BDH. All right. So, of course, shows presented by Eco Fishing Shop, ecofishingshop.com. I'm rocking their hat tonight. It's not too late to get geared up. I mean, I know there's national tournaments firing up all over the place, but it's really still early, early in the season. So People hit up Eco. them out every day. Make yeah, sure you hit, hit yours dropped off at your door. Oh, yeah, dropped off at the door. Remember, no no forklifts touching that thing. They're going to hand white glove treatment to the door so there you go uh western sun vodka i got a bottle on the wall back there we're glad to have them back for 2024 got some western sun yeah distillery.com they are available on drizzly if you have that in your, your area for some reason i don't have that in northwest arkansas yet but if you have that it's like uber for alcohol you can get it straight to your house uh pro god lithium get those charged up and ready it's going to be a a rainy windy week at rayburn but hopefully some big ones will be caught and then tonight if you guys saw we're doing a revo giveaway Put that logo on the screen. You guys know how we do the Revo. What did y'all do last week? Z-Man? Did I see that Z-Man, right? yep. Yeah. So Revo giveaway tonight. Like and share, comment everywhere else. And we'll give you some some sweet Revos. I've got all the codes now, Ryan, so it'll be a quick turnaround on the Revos. I had to wait well, last if time. If you don't have any uh, rain gear and you're going to Big Sam, order you some gill, use the KBN code, and save some big money. Hey, Josh is trying to cheat it with the hat. I'm not doing hashtag Revo tonight. We're not doing that. we make y'all work for it tonight. He's slick. Yeah, I'm slick. Took a week off. I'm rejuvenated, feeling feeling froggy. Let's get Brian in here, man. We're gonna, let's go ahead and get Brian in. Talk a little Rayburn. What's up, BDA? What's you, up? Man? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. Good. That's uh, good. Yeah. Brian, how are you doing? He's doing great. He's gigantic now. I was he's gonna say he probably ain't little, little anymore, one. is he? Mm, yeah. <laughs> he's only two, but he looks like he's like at least three or four. How's Mama? She's good too. Keeping you straight. Yep. <laughs> love it love it so tell us tell us about rayburn if, if you haven't been keeping up with rayburn it's put out what three share lunkers this week yeah something like that i saw they caught 13 week. something today mm -hmm. you know it's yep. not that surprising for anyone that knows rayburn that's that's nuts this is the I time mean, of year to do it how do you feel like the timing of this this tournament is? I mean, it's kind of on a warming trend, and uh, I saw Guillermo posted a link that the water levels are going up right now, too. Yeah, it's going up still. I mean, they were keeping it low for the dam repairs, and now they kind of, I think, have to keep it high for a little bit just because there's only so much water they can release. We've been getting a ton of rain in Texas. You know, the, the Netches is full, so they can't really release anything, so it's just staying in there. And it's coming up, I don't know, like maybe six inches in the last day. You know, it seems like progressively it's just coming up and up and up. Because it was maybe only a couple weeks ago that it was about eight foot low or so. Mm -hmm. So now water's come up and it seems like the fish are just just biting like crazy because of that and the warming trend. I mean, it's been, you know, it got really cold and then all of a sudden it got nice and warm. And it's been like t-shirt weather. Most of the time, the last few days around here. And, you know, you look at the tournament results, the boat tournament results lately. I mean, they're catching, you know, 25 pound sacks like it's nothing. Like 20 prize and get you a check, right? It's insane. That's awesome. So, Do you think it's going to show out like Harris Chain did? I mean, obviously, you were you were keeping up with Harris Chain. You saw that mega bag that was that was thrown up on day one. Yeah. Someone could definitely do that at Rayburn. Multiple multiple people could do that at Rayburn. Like this is the time of year to go fish Rayburn and catch giants. Pump out, just have it pump out giant bags like crazy. That's awesome. Let me know this, Brian. Are do you have what are the fish doing? You think do you have to have scope to catch them? Can you go down no, there and crank mean, and wind in the grass and get them? The water's rising. You know when the water's rising, they want to be up on the bank. So. They're going to probably be on the bank. I'm sure if you wanted to go scope, you could go scope and catch them, but you don't need scope. You don't even need a graph right now, probably. Just go out there and toss a jackhammer around and yeah. 
Hold on. Hold on. All right. I want to go to Rayburn now. Yeah. So Ryan, (laughs) the water, the water is high enough that there might be a decent amount of water in the bushes. Like, you know, those fish are feeling a little frisky and want to get up in the bushes and start thinking about spawning. You never know. You could start flipping those bushes and catch some real giants. Damn it, Ryan. He's talking me into it. So the BOS this year has that extended registration period. You can, you can pay up until I think it's Wednesday now, right? Yeah. Wednesday at Um, 10. So I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to be able to go or not. We're trying to buy a seller house, buy a house here in Northwest Arkansas, but I do have a hotel reserved down there still. Nice. So you're talking me into pulling the trigger. I'm have to yeah. If you can do it, I definitely would. Okay. Okay. Dang it. Okay. I'll, I'll tell Ashley we still got money for, for the closing costs. We'll be all right. We'll go down. <laughs> what do you think it's going to take to win it? I would say probably at least over 200, but you never know. Ooh. What, what, like, because I know there were multiple good bags at uh giant bags at Harris Chain, but I think no one caught over 200, right? Like, everyone kind of struggled that second day. Blake was right there, he's at 199 or something, yeah, something like that. So close, he was pretty close. He was the most consistent, obviously, the most consistent over two days. Uh, Carl Jockinson was really consistent total wise, you know, he pretty much did the same thing the second day that he did the first day, so that was. For him to jump in his first kayak tournament, even though he had history down there, you know, fishing out of a kayak is completely different, yeah. especially on your first tournament to come out and, and do that against the field that he was up against. So that was really impressive. Yeah, definitely impressive. You know, then that, you know, it seemed like a lot of guys weren't that consistent, but like you said, he was consistent. And that kind of shows just how good he really is. He can just be consistent anywhere, probably anytime. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah. There's a reason he's a pro, I'd say. <laughs> exactly. There's a reason. Like it shows. Yeah, and he took the really kayak event seriously. I mean, he really did. He didn't just yeah. show up. I mean, he took it serious, was prepped and, and ready. So that was yep. cool to see. Uh what do you think about you say that we could smash them, catch them giants down there? You think it's gonna be deeper into the field with you know how some of these events, Harris Chain, for example, you know, in midway in the field, some people struggled, but you think this could be one of those where the guy in 50th place still has 80 inches and it's just a shootout to the top? It definitely could be. You know, it could be where you're like, oh, I caught 80. I feel pretty good. And then you look and you're like, well, that's, you know, you, you have a shot. Even if you catch 80 on the first day, you put up 90 something next day, you can be up there in the top 10, no problem. But yeah, it could be one of those ones where it's a little more difficult to really, you know, Is be the up there. Be consistent? That easy. For both days, or, or is there going to be a weather change from day one to day two? Have you have you checked the extended forecast? It looked forecast pretty yourself? consistent from what I saw. Uh, I think it's going to rain both days, and it's going to be warm both days. That's the nice thing, though. It's going to be warm all the practice, all the tournament. Like You're not going to have to worry about that. Yeah, there's rain, but I'd, I mean, I'd much rather fish in rain when it's like 60 degrees versus it's a warm rain too it's like not, it's yeah not, it doesn't look like it's a you know cold front type deal coming in it's it's coming no. here too i was looking at the weather and our lows are actually going up by like 14 degrees as that rain comes in yeah like i was fishing you know and the snow and ice and everything just like what two three weeks ago something like that and now i'm looking at the weather and it's like dang it's gonna feel nice out there just to it's not even gonna be cold in the morning. It's been like I think fifties in the morning, you oh, know, wow. and then warm up to like high sixties, seventies every day. You can't complain about that for Texas in February. Well, I'm excited to see how it goes down, man. I mean, Texas is always on the national schedules every year. Uh, you've got your own national schedule with the Bass Nation thing going on in Texas this year. Yeah. So I, I expect a solid start on Rayburn. Although the field uh a little bit smaller than I expected. I thought it'd be way over hundred by now. It's in the yeah. 80, it's in the eighties right now, I think. And you saw, I mean, Harris had a huge push that last yeah. few days. I think you're probably going to see that in the next couple of days for Rayburn too, uh, especially after the reports coming out and those huge fish that are getting caught. I think you'll see a lot more people get interested in it. Yeah, and I wondered if it was. Did you have to be registered by Friday for the for the lower cost or paid up last Friday? I think paid up, but I don't yeah, know. That's up. an AJ question. Yeah, but it's only like extra 25 or 30 bucks. Uh, no big Blake deal. Abbey's yeah. wanting to he's wanting to get a plane ticket and go back to back, baby. He's got the money. I know he yeah, does. You gotta burn it, Blake. Come on. Yeah. yeah. YOLO. Come on. So yeah. worst thing you can do is win one. Now you're gonna spend all your money on the rest of them. <laughs> that's what that's what's gonna happen. 
Oh, one fifteen. It's at one fifteen now. It's shot up twenty today. Over twenty. What it is? That's what they say. I don't know. I can You what? can't tell about these people. I checked earlier. Let me let me pull don't out my trust, phone here. Don't trust them. Exactly. <laughs> don't I can't trust, trust the nation. Everybody. Let's look right now. I'm pulling it up. It says no. It's at eighty six. Man, what are y'all talking about? One oh nine. Maybe that. Maybe that's their final. Oh, prediction. inches. They're saying inches. I it's said, what do you, what'll it take to win on Rayburn? It's going to take two day limit, not a one day limit. This is a two day tournament. Y'all. Man, you, I, I'm done with these people. <laughs> I'm done with these people. Maybe they're saying a one day limit of 115, all time record breaker. Think that could happen? We just broke it at Harris. Can you put up 115 BDH? You could. I mean, Can you put up 115. The most I've ever put up is like 112 and a quarter on fork <laughs> when I was the first time I ever fished fork, I think. I think that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad pond, I guess. No, after that, I was like, okay, I like this lake. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Um, well, I, I'm excited to see what it, what it does. You you basically talked me into going. I think I'm going to hook up and go on go on down Thursday. Three, three right. the hard way outdoors says Super Bowl Sunday in Texas. Ooh. Texas ain't got nothing to worry about with the Super Bowl because they. <laughs> <laughs> they none of them teams have to worry no. about seeing the Super Bowl, so they'll all be ready to fish. Yeah, I forgot who was in the Super Bowl, to be honest with you. Uh, both those red teams, I think. Yeah. Taylor Swift red and somebody. Teams. Taylor Swift, yeah. There's a couple of Razorbacks on the 49ers, so they're, I know they're in there. I'll be watching them guys. Um, but, yeah, any, any other questions for Brian? We're not going to keep him long. We just want to do a quick Rayburn preview and then get John in here from Creek Fishing Adventures. Yeah. Um, yeah, you think it's going to be a Texas guy take it, or it's going to be an out-of-stater? I know so a lot of times these Texas tournaments and out-of-stater will slide in there and take the win, even though Texas fills up the top ten. Yeah, it's hard to say because, like you said, somebody always seems to figure something out that, you know, somebody that's never been before or whatever has a new outlook on it, kind of some new techniques that maybe the fish in Texas haven't seen too much. I don't but know. I the, way, think... the way it's shaping up right now, man, I... I think it could be anybody's game, but yeah. if you have some history there and you know the areas that those big fish first pull into, I think you you probably stand a uh, a much higher chance of putting up the big bag. Yeah, I think history's. I don't know. It's hard to say if history history is really even going to help. Like those the water's rising and those fish are probably just going to be all over the bank. And mm-hmm. I mean the grass is. I'm imagining it like there's there's grass, there's good grass, but I don't know if it's like gonna be kind of weird because there's so much water on top of the grass now you know because it was so low it's just now rising it's really until i get there i'm not really gonna know exactly how it's gonna be when are you going down uh, i'm gonna go just drive down uh thursday morning just i live like three and a half hours so I'll wake up early and just drive from town and get to the water and see how it is i have some spots in mind already you know i'm gonna be looking for that grass i'm gonna be Throwing a jackhammer like crazy. <laughs> Hopefully they'll eat it good. I'll find a couple little nice spots that won't be too crowded. Because I think there's like a MLF, uh, not the BPT, whatever one's below that, Invitational or something. Is that is that what it is? It's hard yeah. to get lower. Hard to used get to be, lower yeah. than the BPT. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be the Toyota Series. Now it's called something else, I think, right? Now it's the we one have, above the more... Toyota Series, I think. Oh, okay. We have more it, live it, viewers it, on this podcast right now than BPT has. Well, they don't even go live the first two days anymore. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe they don't go live the first two days anymore, but whatever. Anyway, anyway, there'll be those guys out there, the Invitational guys or whatever. So yeah. I don't think it'll be too crowded with kayaks, but with the boats, it might be a little bit crowded. Yeah. I like it. Well, good luck, man. Thank you for coming on, giving giving everybody a little uh, sneak peek of what to expect. And hopefully you hype some people up and got Jeff off the fence to come down and jump in the tournament. Yeah. yeah. It's time to catch your PB. You know, this is the time to do it. That boat yeah. tournament, you know, a week ago, whatever, had like three fish over 10 pounds caught. Bunch of nines, bunch of eights. Yeah. All right. I'll holler. I'll probably. I always run into you at a ramp whenever I fish a tournament nearby where, where Ryan That's is. So I'll find him. He'll tell me how he caught him, and I didn't when I see him down there. So <laughs> it'll be fun. All right, man. Good luck, Brian. All right, thank you. All right, see you, buddy. See ya. That's how I know I'm in the right area, Ryan. When I show up and I see him on the water at the ramp, but it's never the same result. So you know. Well, I know, I know what's going on? He, there. I think he probably has a little bit of advantage on the Texas water. Anyway, I'll, yeah. I'll get him that. All right. Hey, next guest, John, thank you for being patient. Creek Fishing Adventures. What's up, man? You going to Rayburn? Did he talk, uh, you, did he talk you into it? 
Uh, it sounds fun, but um, yeah, probably not. There, I wouldn't know. To, I wouldn't know how too. to handle a ten-pound bass. So you just have to scream a lot and then get it wrapped up on something in your boat. That's that's how you do. It. I'm assuming you're a Tennessee fan. Is that a ball going in from the other night against Kentucky there behind you? Still? Dude, I'm actually a Kentucky fan, so oh, that's, that's a pretty really? sore subject right now. Go balls, oh. baby! <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I'm down here amongst all the Tennessee people. It's it's rough. My a funny, funny deal. My buddy, he uh, he plays in Luke Combs' band, and he sang the national anthem that night. And I didn't know it till I uh, checked Instagram the other day. I was like, no wonder the balls came out <laughs> so hyped with you singing the national anthem, <laughs> ran them in the ground. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So, so man, I, I've been wanting to have you on here for a while. I know I've traded message with you a couple times. Uh, we tried to have you on for the YouTube preview, the channel review show. You along with a few other guys were sick. I kind of had a commission, yeah. uh, but I still wanted to try to have you on. When we had a week week where we didn't have a tournament winner or something like that because number one you're you've got a huge channel you got a lot of fans over on youtube and congrats by the way on just clicking past 150 yeah i appreciate that that's pretty cool yeah yeah so uh and i and you're one of the handful of youtube there's a lot of tournament guys that try to become youtube try to make youtube videos and things like that and do a good job but you are a quote youtuber that has grown your channel doing one thing that the last few years i've been watching your channel you dabbled into kayak tournaments and you do more and more and more it seems so I want to talk about that a little bit, but before we do that, just kind of talk about how you got started from nothing in YouTube, you know, from the, from the ground up to now 150,000 subs, full-time YouTuber. Just tell us your background a little bit. Yeah. So, um, I, I always lived in Kentucky and Tennessee. Uh, I was born in Bowling Green area. So, um, you know, basketball and fishing, everybody, you know, did stuff like that. And, uh, I, Jeff, I know you, you've talked, I've heard you talk about, I think about basketball and like, I'd say that I grew up playing basketball. That was, that was the main thing. I, it's still probably my favorite sport. And, I would be doing it more if I could find people to play with and wasn't getting old, but, um, <laughs> fishing's a lot easier. So, so anyway, so after high school, um, I didn't really want to go to college and I kind of looked at maybe playing somewhere. I just like, I'm not putting that much effort into college. So I went to a tech school, got a one year degree, did HVAC and, um, kind of just started doing HVAC for, um, I ended up doing it for 14 years, but, um, so seven and a half years ago, I right around that, I, I kind of, um, I just like, I, 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 I'm not a big social media guy. Like I was, always, I was like late to, you know, get on Facebook and I any of that stuff. So when YouTube came up, I really never watched it much other than like, you know, look up Tracy McGrady dunk highlights, you know? <laughs> and like, I'm like, I don't know what else is on there. And then, you know, my brother-in-law and a couple people are like showing me these fishing stuff and I always fished, but not hardcore. I just like, I just enjoyed fishing. And, um, so I actually, this is, this is the crazy thing and how I got started. Reason I started my channel is because I started looking for Creek fishing videos, river fishing, Creek fishing stuff that, um, I could just kind of learn more about streams, pan fishing, multi-species stuff. And there, and all it was, was like bass fishing and saltwater stuff. And I really wasn't that interested in like bass fishing. Didn't, you know, really, really, really care. Um, so I'm like, after a while, I'm like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to start a channel. And so I started in 2016 in the summer. I made my first video and um, I grabbed a, I bought a camera. I took my nephew and a cousin to a little creek. We went and caught some fish. That was the first video. <laughs> so I'm like, so the first uh, two years, though, it took me, it took the first year, I, it took me like a year to get 150 subscribers. And then the second year, I finally get like a thousand. You know, and I, I know nothing. I didn't know any YouTubers, didn't know a single person that would, that was on social media. And and plus I was the last, I, I'm the person that always thinks, well, somebody else is, can do that. I can't, I can't do social media stuff or I can't do, I can't make videos. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing, but, um, yeah. So after two and a half years, all of a sudden it jumped, it started, it just started jumping. It started climbing. And what I realized though, was I enjoyed making videos and I enjoyed the process of going out there and doing it. And I kind of just had this drive to keep making videos and it was exciting. I, I just wanted to make a better video than the last one. Uh, I was going to little creeks and, you know, I would catch like a, a pound and a half bass and it'd be a monster. Cause I'm like in a foot of water or, and then that's, that's what really got me going. And then as I, started doing that i started meeting more people and then learning about more places so then i'm like oh man there's more and more there's so many places out here to go to you know um so two and a half like two and a half years in it started climbing 
all of a sudden I went from making like a hundred dollars a month to over a thousand dollars a month. And I just watched it for like, for like four months. I watched it. And like, if it keeps growing, I'm just, I'm just going to quit. Cause I, I was doing HVAC and I could have gone back to it. I could go back to it today. If I want to go get a job doing HVAC, I can do it tomorrow. Um, it was never a thought. Like I, I wasn't ever worried about quitting my job. Um, I had a, you know, I was, I'm single. I had a kind of a cheap house payment that I was buying. Didn't really have any truck payments. So everything was kind of, I was like, hey, what's the worst that could happen? How about I quit, start really cranking out videos and just see where this goes. If it lasts a year, if I get to travel, you know, make a few fishing trips and then it crashes. So that was uh four and a half years ago and I'm still doing it. And still not doing HVAC. Still yeah. still <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's the best part. Yeah. yeah I still I do what I want to do. do HVAC and okay. uh, congrats on getting out of the attic <laughs> yeah. and out from under the house. Oh my goodness. I'm so tired of crawling under spiders and cobwebs <laughs> and stuff. I do miss fixing problems. I was like, I love solving problems. So YouTube's given me a new like challenge mentally to kind of figure things out and solve things. But uh, I'm pretty lazy fisherman and that's where creeks are perfect for me. Dude, all my friends are like, meet us at this time. I'm like, it's so dark then. I don't, yeah, don't want to do that. Chance. So You should go fish on Ryan. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. We're on the same schedule. So I'll meet you about nine thirty. Yeah, there you go. Bring me a white monster and a twinkie, and we'll get after. Sounds good. That's 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 about what I do. So I, I I've really gotten into um kayaking. I that took me like a couple of years. I already I kayaked a little bit, but I didn't know anything about kayaking. And I didn't know anybody. So there was like a, after a couple of years, I I started wanting to explore rivers, and then I went and bought like a Sandolphin King Sport um for like seven hundred dollars. And I remember thinking, like, this is a lot of money for a kayak. I'm going all out. <laughs> like, I didn't even know of other brands because I like I never went to a real kayak store. Like, you know, it was just whatever's at Dunham's. I'm gonna buy that. So um, this is the nicest one Walmart's got. I'm yeah. gonna show out. <laughs> one for the twelve footer. Yeah, it had a nice seat. So yeah. So um, my first my first uh, kayak trip, I flipped my kayak and lose like a GoPro and stuff and. <laughs> but I was, I was hooked. Once I did like some river floats, that, that was my favorite thing to do now going down little river floats. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so now, now I'm doing it still breaking even, um, trying to hit that next level where I like really make money, but I get a lot of free stuff. So it's really cool. I got like five <laughs> kayaks now. So, and didn't pay for any of them, which is awesome. So that's wow. really fun. So what, what kind of camera equipment do you use? Like ver when you got started versus now, are you still, are you just GoPro mainly? Is that, is that kind of your bread and butter? Yeah. Um, really GoPros and my iPhone. Um, it's about all I use. I have like, I have other stuff now I've bought this, bought that, bought that. And then I hardly use any of them. It's like strap a GoPro on, bring your, bring my iPhone and, um, I'll fly a drone around every once in a while or get a better, I have a little bit better camera. But my iPhone is does as good as anything, and it's there and it's accessible, and that's that's the the main thing. Just videoing, having it out, having it videoing stuff. Yeah, I've watched a, a fair amount of your. I just watched your last video, that sixteen mile float on the. Uh, oh yeah, you dropped that today, I think. But yeah, the the your setup is pretty simple in every video. It's kind of similar. Maybe that's what people like is that consistency of that over the shoulder front view, back and forth, back and forth, and and you know they know what they're going to get there. But yeah. Very simple. And it reminds me of, I don't know if either one of y'all watched the Outdoor Boys YouTube channel. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, he's got like 6 million subs, huge yeah. YouTube channel. Yeah. And all, all he does is use, he's got a GoPro and a selfie stick. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. You know, he does, he does nothing fancy. So Killing it. Killing one, it. One rod, you know, one rod, one reel. Uh, he don't post much anymore. He was one of the biggest YouTubers. And all he did was iPhone and a GoPro. He never used anything else. Yeah. And he was one of the biggest. People like simple. That That's that's what I really like. And that's, that's what I've learned about my channel. I'm doing... I'm catching panfish and whatever, you know, and people love it. People love simple fishing stuff and just filming it simple. You don't have to have a high production, you know, system or something like that. So, yeah, I think because people feel like they can duplicate it, you know, they see mm -hmm. that and they're like, Oh, I could do that. You know? So they keep, you know, keep coming back. We got some questions piling up. We'll get to them after we uh, let a few more get into the queue there. We'll, we'll, we'll ask John some questions. Um, what made you step over into doing some kayak tournaments? As you said, you started off not even really knowing anything about kayaks and what's going on there, but is, is that come from your basketball background, your competitive side, trying to get over into kayak tournaments? That's not why I started, but it is a reason why I do it. 
Um, so I, I never fished a, I never fished out of a bass boat, but like maybe once in my whole life. Like, so I, I was never like around bass fishing. And, um, when I, I saw some guys in like Alex Rudd and Josh Sharp, um, like I, I watched them making videos up in Knoxville. They're like an hour and a half from me. And they would, they would do that. They would do their local kayak tournaments. And of course, you know, Ryan, you know how it is doing, doing HVAC. You don't have time to do anything. Like I was on call every third, like every third or second week. So that was never even a thought. So I would have never been able to get into kayak tournament um, doing that. So now that I have time and I want to just kind of keep learning, I'm like, that, that looks kind of fun. The first kayak tournament I, I go to, I think I quit two hours early. I'm in that paddle kayak and the wind was just blowing. I was so mad. The wind's just blowing me around and I'm like, I'm done. I'm just paddling. And I'll wait for everybody to get done. Um, I caught fish though, you know, I, I, you know, I caught a limit, you know, and you know, stuff like that. So I could, I could always find fish. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like y'all were talking to the guy earlier and I'm like, all that stuff's going over my head. Like I have, I have no idea, but I feel like I could, I feel like, and it's that, you know, that little competitiveness and you're like, I can find a fish. I can go catch a bass. I can get lucky and catch a big one if I can, you know, find a few. And that's, that's kind of my mentality still. Um, and then once once I get into it, uh, once I'm there, like in the kayak, I'm like, all right, it's on. I am trying to be the best fisherman out here. Before then, that morning, I, I could care less about it. But once I have gotten to fishing, you know, I, and then I'm like focused on it and I and I'll have a drive to go do it. But um, it's like that's like when I, that's what I tell everybody. I was like, when I played basketball, like I'm not a competitive person anywhere else. But once I'm on the court, I'm trying to be the best guy that's out there. Like I am going hard. I, I can't play basketball casually. And then, so this um, tournament stuff was kind of like, and I was tired of hearing, I hear all, I've heard from all these people. There's, you know, everybody around me kayak tournament is just so they're saying all this, you got to use this. You got to use this. I'm like, I, like, I'll just take what I have. I don't care what it is. And I'll go find a fish. I end up, you know, placing higher than most of those guys anyways. So <laughs> it's, it's just funny. I, I love how simple it can be. It can be complicated and tough. Like I've had horrible days, but. I won one on Chick. We did a local one with our with a ten cat group, thirty people, and I I went into it doing. I'm, I'm taking yum dingers only. I took like two rods, yum dingers only. I had a uh, fifty eight inches and three fish. <laughs> it was like, it was like Chick's, Chick's the place to do it too. You yeah, can roll yeah. up on one spot and there's just a few giants hanging around there waiting on a cinco in their mouth. Yeah, but That's I also cool. liked about kayaking. You can go. I like going up little creek channels out of the way, just fishing shallow. You know, there's always fish shallow, especially like I live close to Chick and these some of these lakes, but I hardly go out there for bass. But when I when I do, it's like you can find them in it. There's always in a creek channel. They're always up somewhere shallow. You can go, you know, find a couple of bass. So, but I, I do like the competitive. I you know I got a pedal drive Old Town 120 now. That's what I've been fishing out of. I'm trying to work on getting a motorized kayak to kind of just help me get to more places and make it a little easier. But I do like I, I'm fishing in a strap you one yeah. on there. Strap you a motor on that uh, Old Town. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to. Lily. I think I'm getting one from Newport. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was I was say, have, have Lily send you one of them EPDLs. You got the class. Yeah. Tell them to send you one of them. I saw one in person over the weekend. They look yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get to put those. it on the water. Someone had already paid for it, but <laughs> <laughs> no test drives for Ryan. Damn. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I thought it was a good time to have you on as well because of what you just talked about with keeping things simple, finding fish simple, things like that. Because we are in an age of unsimple fishing <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean there's been right. a bunch of stories this week with you know three graphs on a kayak scopes dual motors little dp going on on the kayak <laughs> i mean it's insane what's going on out there but at the end of the day simple still works doesn't it, john yeah um and I, I i don't have the i'm not saying i'm gonna win tournaments but when i go to one i'm just trying to be in that top 10 percent. and yeah. I, I i i got I'm, I'm fishing in the bass, you know, Bassmaster National. Got seventh down on Gunnersville. Um, first day, I went out on a paddle kayak because I was just fishing over this grass. Ended up finding fish. Caught everything on a spinnerbait. Threw a spinnerbait two days in the um, our um, the Tennessee Bass Nation, you know. And it was, it was about as simple as it gets. I'm like, this this is fun, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, I didn't have any. I don't. I mean, I'm learning. I'm trying to learn as it goes, and I want to be able to learn more about every other lure out there but the one I, the ones that you're confident in are going to catch fish usually 
you know, so just, just go out there and catch them. And, and I, I always, it always cracks me up. I, I like, I like kind of making fun of tournament anglers sometimes, but Us too. you know, it's just fun. And I, I, I joke <laughs> with the other guys too. I'm like, as, as hard as everybody works, there's like, there's always that ha- like bottom half that can't catch a limit. Now, I mean, I've been there too, but it's just funny how hard, so much effort we put into it. And then it's like, yeah, I couldn't find three keepers or two keepers. So maybe that's why I'm afraid to, tr- I'm afraid to try too hard. <laughs> I'll make It'll fun of myself. You. It'll get yeah. you. you. Sometimes you overthink it. You know, you go in, you have a plan, and your plan is not the same plan as the fishes. Yeah, that's 100%. Uh, we're going to get some more of these questions, but here's a quick one. This kind of goes with the tournaments. Do you use any electronics? No, I don't have anything. I would maybe get a graph or get something on there, but I, I don't know anything about electronics. I never used them, and I just don't want to buy anything. So, <laughs> so and I'm, I'm like so, too stubborn to like, want to try i mean maybe one day i'll try something i'm just like i don't want to if anybody's trying to get their electronics on youtube send send john a graph <laughs> yeah send john a graph Come on. people always ask me what was the water temperature i'm like i have no idea i've never checked water temperature <laughs> in my life, i don't so. know you need yeah. to do the uh drew gregory he pulls a uh a uh meat thermometer out of his pocket oh, yeah. and sticks it in the water real quick and that's, that was that's hilarious his... yeah yeah i fished with him a few times and th- and that's something to learn like how people fish differently, how, how so many different ways they are to fish and catch fish and like watching him fish and stuff. And I was like, wow, that's, you know, there's so much, I'm like barely covering water. And he's covering seven miles Power fishing as he's going. One Oh one son. He does not yeah. slow down at all anywhere. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah Drew is a uh, hundred miles an hour all the time. Yeah. Whether it's uh, fishing or talking or whatever. He's just, he said he's never out. thrown a uh, wacky rig. Exactly. I wouldn't doubt that at all. What was the slowest presentation I recall him like cashing a check? What was that Grand Lake, Jeff, when he was throwing jig. a jig? That's like yeah. the slowest oh, uh. <laughs> fishing I've ever heard him speak of. Sure enough. It's usually a frog, a spinnerbait, a jackhammer, something moving quickly. Uh, let's see. Let's go to some of these questions we have. Over on Facebook, Jennifer Solberg, what was your most popular video? Uh, I was just talking about that today, actually. Um, actually, I have it pulled I, up. There it is. Right. is it, yeah, that's that's downtown. I was getting my truck worked on by a mechanic, and I walk around the corner and look in this little creek and catch some little um, – they're called kusa bass. They're a red-eye bass species, yeah. and they only get about 12 inches long. And I catch some of those in, in, um, you know, in the middle of this little creek that runs through town, all concrete and everything. You know, everybody drives and walks over it. Never would ever, you know, think about fish being in there. Um, that kind of stuff fascinates me. Just what all lives in little areas that's six inches of water and just thriving and living good in there. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Where do you live? Where's home? Cleveland, Tennessee. Cleveland? No kidding. Yeah. Ah, you're right up the road then. How close is that, Ryan? Uh, to me, like 48 minutes, roughly. Okay. Well, oh, are you in Georgia or what? No, I'm in uh, Jasper, Nickajack Lake. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very close. Um, let's see. What's next? We've got from YouTube, Fisherman83. John, what species of fish do you like to chase, chase or catch the most? Uh, if, I mean, if I have to choose one, I'm going like smallmouth bass in a river or creek, either wading or kayaking, preferably wading. I love if you can, if you can wade through a stream and some of the ones in Middle Tennessee are like easier to walk and wade in than the ones over here on the mountains. But um, yeah, that 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 can be that can be some of the best fun. You catch a 16, 17 smallie, standing in the water with it, having it fighting that current. Um, but most of the time, it's whatever I can catch. Like I I got on about fifteen crappie that were like all seven or eight inches um, Saturday, and I was just and I just was messing around looking for whatever, catching them on ultralight. Um, this time of year, I'm just trying to catch anything I can catch. A little the streams are kind of hard to catch a lot of fish out of them right now. Get really cold, but uh yeah smallmouth bass and then it's just anything i can get to bite ryan i'm picking up on a new feature this stuff is doing if people put their thumbs up it's like causing a you know I, I see that I, I didn't know i didn't know that was a thing yeah weird it AI. started last week and we thought we thought our guest blake was like messing with us because he yeah. is pretty uh pretty psychedelic uh in his delivery oh, so we thought he had some kind of magic on there and he he didn't turns out Sky, skynet they're after us they're coming for us yeah crazy uh so this is more of a comment john said john alex and josh sharp went on some pretty cool floats together last year you remember some of those what was your favorite one of those uh, last year john yeah um that's something we kind of 
um, started a couple years ago. And then last year we ended up doing like probably four, maybe, no, maybe more than that, maybe five or six, like where we, we tried to meet up and do uh, some rivers and we, the, we did one that Alex picked and it was a river we'd never seen before. Thought it, we actually, it was not even the, right, the river we thought it was something else. And we talked to two, two game wardens. They both said, yeah, you're fine. And it was, it was the worst river I'd ever kayaked. It was so hard because it was just big boulders. It was one of those streams that has just giant boulders and there's no, uh, everybody's like, well, just, you gotta, you gotta find the path and ride it through the rapids. Like there's not a path. There's boulder, boulder, boulder. I'm like, um, especially in our, you know, I, I'm in a, we're in Crescent Shoals, which are not, or they're pretty good, but they're still long. And, you know, so he actually flipped his kayak in that, that trip. But we, it just, we had to drag our kayaks more than we were floating them. So just to get around and it was exhausting. So it's memorable. It was not when you remember, but it was tough. Yeah. How uh, often uh, do you put videos out? Like what's your, do you have like a schedule? Like what, what do you shoot for as far as like weekly posts? I shoot for three a week, usually Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, that's, that's my goal. Um, uh, I make like 85% of my money through YouTube ads. So if I don't put videos out, I'm not getting paid. So I have to keep making videos um, really to kind of keep, keep the revenue up. Uh, I can see a big difference when I only make, you know, put a couple out. And then sometimes there's just the way YouTube is, it can just go up or down as far as views, but consistent views, consistent videos is uh, the most important thing. Do you study all the algorithm stuff and all that? Do you like, are you nerding out on that stuff? No, uh, I, <laughs> nope. I, when I, when I started my channel and when I made my first videos, I was like, I said this in and I still, this is still the way I believe like I'm going to make the video I want to make. And I don't care what other people want to see. Like if it, if it works, it works. And 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 I knew that's I knew that that was going to work because somebody everybody is like minded with somebody else, so everybody has their own people they like, and and I didn't know it was going to grow to what it's going now. Like I was just hoping to get a, get a few thousand subscribers, maybe get make a couple hundred extra dollars for you know a fishing trip, and then once once it kind of started growing, it just consumed me. I'm like, all right, I got to just keep this going. So and I still I'm like I'm I'm make I'm not trying to like that video that ha my best video. Like I have, I have yet to go back to that spot and it's 10 minutes from me, but I just, cause I haven't had the desire to go back there and fish that again. I just fish the way I want to fish and do what I want to do. Um, and, but cause that's what I'm excited about. That's what I, I'm not trying to fake anything or, and I, I can't, I'm not good at, you know, hype it. I'm not trying to hype something up. I'm just going to do what I enjoy doing. And that comes through in videos so well, if I'm excited about it's something, if I had a fun day, the comments and people are like, man, you had a fun day. And I don't even realize like, I'm like, Oh yeah, I guess I really did. So I'm just, I'm just doing what I want to do. I, I try to look at like sometimes look at analytics or look at something, but for the most part, um, I don't, I don't know if it, I don't know how much it, it matters really. Um, some, the YouTube thumbnail is important. That's, that's one of the biggest things I've learned. And I can see that through my views, having a thumbnail that is kind of, that catches my viewers attention. Um, other than that, it's, I just try to do multi-species stuff a lot and do the things I'm interested in. And then I got into kayak bass tournaments and at, fir at first, a lot of people didn't like those, Yeah. but I try to tell the story of what's going on that day. And i make an effort to like include everything what's going on and not just have dead, you know, dead spots. And it's, it can be tough when you're getting really aggravated or you fish three hours without a bite. But you got to stay engaged, telling the story of what's happening, and um, a lot of people are starting to enjoy the tournament Why videos. Do you think people didn't like those? Uh, do you think it's because it was in a tournament, or I mean, what what do you think turned your audience off because you were just you were trying to catch largemouth that day, or what? What do you think it was? Um, I think it's a well, most of my best videos are always small streams, either wait, usually waiting. <laughs> I think it might, part of it might be the view, like the camera angle. Um, but also everybody can um, wait or stop at a small stream and, and fish it. And there's a lot of kayakers out there, but a lot of people that don't kayak, they, I don't know if they really 
enjoy watching the kayak stuff as much. But I know I've, 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 there's so many people that said like, I got into kayaking because you make it look so fun. And I'm so glad I did. And that's where I'm really, I'm like, kayaking is a blast. If you've never done it, you have to get into it. If you, if you enjoy fishing and just enjoy getting off the bank, getting away from everybody else. Yeah. And, and, you know, there are, I don't know the ratio, but it's 10 to one or more recreational fishermen to tournament fishermen to begin with. Oh yeah. So people, I'm sure a lot of people that follow you enjoy your videos for the adventure of, of creek wading, getting on these off the beaten path waters, multi-species, like you said. So, you know, they had just kind of get in the groove with your storytelling for the tournaments probably then uh, they just weren't used to that. But um, what kind of encouragement do you have for folks? We, our YouTube review show, the channel review show did really well. A lot of people like that. They're trying to grow their brand over there. If they are tournament anglers, whatever, what kind of encouragement can you give them? Because I would bet, that some of your the videos you worked the hardest on and like planned out didn't do as good as you thought. And then I don't know if that my most popular video, if you expected it to do that or not, but to kind of just stay in the grind and uh, you know, the highs and lows of, of low views, high views and likes uh, some tips for folks to just stay on that grind. Um, yeah. So yeah, usually that's the way it, I've had several videos where it's, I put, it's just random, really quick thrown together. Um, and then, or like a really quick spur, like I didn't plan the trip out or anything. And those, those videos do way better than ones that I've planned for a month that I, you know, worked really hard, got all kinds of different angles, set up extra cameras and those, you know, flop. Um, the, the main thing is being consistent and is growing an audience that likes what you do and you have to do something. Oh, you just got to do this kind of the same thing over and over again. Um, the second thing that I, cause I got, I got friends that I, it's, it's, and it's, some people just aren't going to, I don't know. People come across different. Um, like there's a guy, uh, I don't know if you know, Daniel arms. He has a channel arms family homestead and he, he does, he just taught, he's so good at talking to the camera. He's got like 700,000 subscribers. Doesn't do anything fancy. He's just simple talking to the camera, you know, showing his animals and stuff like that. And it's how, how do you tell a story? He's so good at telling a story. Um, I think like a quick pace as far as intro, getting into the meet, telling, giving updates, what's going on, keep people engaged. You got to talk. I had to make myself talk through catches. Now I find myself talking the whole time. If you're not talking about what's going on, people will just drop out. They want to hear that talking, um, make sure it's clear and audible. But I think, I think what you can do, a lot of people will rush to get videos out and that's a big mistake as far as like go out and do your filming, but don't rush to like, I got to upload that, upload that as fast as I can. Spend a little extra time editing out some little stuff, you know, try to clean it up, spend extra time on that thumbnail. And while you're fishing, stop and film the things that you need to film. Don't just rush through your day of filming, of fishing. I, I fish a lot of guys that they can't take a, they can't take a break from casting. And we'll be on an eight-hour float, and you, they can't take five minutes to stop casting. You take five minutes to, you know, do a little recap or do a little this and that, kind of keep people engaged, um, kind of slowing slowing down mentally as you're as you're fishing, I think, and just kind of make sure you're keeping people informed of what's going on. We have this Josh Sharp guy in the comments. He wants to know if he can get an autograph. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, pal. He's yeah. big. Yeah. Nah, we, we fish all the time, so. That's awesome. Uh, he usually outfishes me. <laughs> we're going to go with some more questions. Over on, we already kind of answered this. Pi Squared on YouTube, did John get a motor set up yet? You said you got one in route. Is that right? Supposedly. That's that's what, what that was hurt. That's what I was told. In, that I was supposed to get one in February. Um, and I've, I've talked to Newport. I'm oh, not Newport. I talked to Old Town, actually, about some stuff. Uh, but nothing's set there yet, either. Um if I, if I could afford it, I would actually buy them, buy some, because I, I would love to show them. I like showing what all, you know, trying different things. But uh, if I don't, if I don't get one um, here pretty soon, I might have to do something. Cause I don't, I don't want to go out to uh, Oklahoma without one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> take, take one with you for sure. Uh, back to Facebook, Jason Bettis, what size net head does John use in most of his local rivers? Uh, I usually one sixteenth ounce is like my go-to weight. And, uh, I don't know if you can see, you probably can't see that. It's yeah. like an own, owner, um, offset blockhead. 
uh, is one of the, my hooks that I like. It's like a, I think a one knot size hook. And uh, I try to just do everything weedless. I fish uh, Helgramites a lot and a Yum Dinger, but like uh, just three inch Helgramites and yeah, hook them up weedless. Things, oh wow! Yeah, those things are wild. You those, those are a lot. And that that's what's funny. Like this is the craziest color. Yum made this color basically because I was throwing this color Yum Dinger and catching like all my best bass on it. And then I've used this and caught like nine, 18s and 19 inch smallmouth in creeks. So. <laughs> I, I, I like doing stuff sometimes just to like See mess with people. And I'm yeah. like, I'm going to use this color. I'm going to catch just as many fish as that guy, even though he thinks they're biting because he put this color on. Um, so, but yeah, a Helgramite works. That's that style lure. Like way I, you can get it to drift in the current is awesome when they're in there, when they're feeding in that current, because you can just bounce it right into their, to their mouth the way they like to eat. Like fantastic it. uh let's go back to facebook eric romines one rod one bait if you had that choice what are you taking for a tournament pink um, Pinkelgramite? yep uh no yum dinger so uh you know i meet a six i like a i just got a new one i got it at the fishing expo i got a, a 13 black envy rod for a hundred dollars i was like yeah i'll take that and uh it's a six nine medium and um i i usually use a four inch yum dinger what? that color too yeah that color that's it what <laughs> i caught um i've caught two five pounds over five pounds spotted bass in the river and i've caught um my seven and a half pound large mouth out chick on it and like a couple six pounders that's um so. what's, the name of that? what's the name of that what's the name it's of that bubble, bubble gum uh yellow swirl oh so i, I started I first, funny story is like the first time i used it i was like this will never work and um, I'm fishing an area where, I, and this is this is what I like. Uh, I like proving things to myself. And I hear, you hear all these things people tell you. And I, I don't listen to anything people say. Like, I like watching Tactical Bassin or whatever, but I don't listen to anything they say because I don't I don't think it applies to me. don't know shit. <laughs> they know what they are doing, but it doesn't mean it's going to work the way I fish and stuff like that. So. Um, but yeah, so I, I was fishing and I was catching these fish, they were, um, these smallies out of a river and I had one of these color and I'm like, I'm just going to put that on there. Cause I already caught like three and I kind of knew there was a few more there. I throw in there, boom, right away it gets hammered. And I was like, wow, the other color that was natural didn't make any different than this color. And then I've actually, I've got so that's like my favorite color. I, that's my go-to confidence bait for real. Like I've caught so many fish on that. Um, Match the hatch. No, I'll take neon nah. orange and pink, baby. <laughs> But and everybody knows There's nowhere in nature. All the guys <laughs> that fish with me know I use that, and they're like, "Did you use the yum dinger today?" <laughs> Is it, does it matter? Like clear water, muddy water doesn't matter. You throwing the the dream sickle in there? Yeah, I, I'll throw it in. You know, Coy River here, crystal clear water. I'm throwing it over there. Boom. You know, that's where I caught my five pound five almost. It was five pound five ounce spotted bass. Just I heard there's some giant. It giant mega spots up up in that area yeah that's that's the spot I mean, i've floated over so many summertime i've i've been told stories about it i heard it's yeah. absolutely insane there's a bunch of guys from north there's a bunch of people that float it but it still doesn't get fished that much compared to comparatively mm -hmm. but like i i i like doing it but I, I still haven't i feel like i've really caught a ton of big ones um there's some mean mouth in there too it's kind of cool but it, it's kind of spread out. So a lot of the rivers are here. Like there's a deep hole. You'll catch one or two and then you move on to another hole. There's, they're not just like loaded up. Like, uh, some of the rivers, I don't know. Um, I get everywhere is different. That's why, and that's what I like about East Tennessee area. And we got such a variety of different types of streams and, and they're all, they all fish differently kind of, or hold different types of fish. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I just put up that comment from Chris Fallon. He said, seeing the f fish the same creek, he was using green pumpkin, didn't catch nothing. You're throwing that, uh, the bubblegum swirl with the limit. Why do you think that is? Is it the, the, they haven't seen that color, just something that stands out? Why does it work so well? I, I don't know. That's, that's a good question. I, I argue with a bunch of people about this. We go back and forth. And I, I think there's a lot to how slowly, it, it, I think there's a lot more to how slowly you fish a lure and how you're when you fish something with confidence you fish it differently you just know it's going to work or you know there's probably a fish over on that area i'm going to let that let that bait sit there a couple extra seconds when i fish an area where i don't know if there's fish there i'm kind of moving fast 
So fishing it slow, like I will throw it on that one sixteenth ounce or I'll throw it weightless and just let it, I'll, I'll like give it tons of time to fall. Like let it fall. If I, if it hit the bottom, say I'm in, you know, four five, four to six foot of water, I'll let it sit there for a little while and then just slowly pick it up because I've watched so many fish in creeks. And that's where I learned most of my stuff is fishing in crystal clear water. I'm looking at a fish. He doesn't know I'm there. I'm casting in front of him. He comes over and looks at my bait for three or four seconds. And you might do a couple little twitches and he gets closer and closer. And then finally he eats it. If I, if I couldn't see that, I would have never caught that fish. Like how many fish are we throwing past that? Obviously we're throwing past a lot of fish that don't bite, but um, I think fishing, fishing slowly and letting it, letting that hit the bottom and kind of sit there has really helped me catch a lot of fish. That's old school live scope, Brian. Yeah. Let it may, uh, when you're actually looking at them, yeah. actually looking at them. Yeah, that, that's I love that. I, that's that's a blast when you're when you're watching fish beat uh, like that. Uh, Bob Baylor, KBN legend, Bob Baylor. Do you do any trout creek fishing? Not stock, not stock trout, but like targeting trout, natural trout in streams. I've I've caught a few, I, I, not very much. That's I don't really care for it that much. Um, I've gone up into the wild trout areas and caught some wild. Um, what are they? Uh, I forget what they're called now. The ones that are actually natural to here, like, like up trout. in North Carolina and stuff. You got brook trout up there? Yeah, brook trout. Brook yeah, trout. we got a There's some you know. rainbows that they stocked a long time ago that still live not too far from you. Yeah, there, yeah. there's actually a stream that has wild rainbows uh, like like 40 minutes from me. I've fished it a few times. You know, they might get, they don't get real big and there's just not a lot of them per pool. But trout fishing, I don't know. I just, I don't really care that much for it. They're they're more gent they're more delicate kind of, and uh, it's fun. I mean, I like catching anything, but I would I would rather catch like, uh, and you know, a aggressive you know sunfish and watch it just hammer a little lure or a little topwater bug you throw in a creek and they just smash it like they're about a four pounder and they're only you know six inches long. I like that no, because I'm, you know I'm not buying every <laughs> no? yum digging now. Don't worry. They make they make they make swirly uh nibs. I'm not buying it. I'm not yeah. buying it. They make swirly TRDs, Brian. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna melt them. I don't have to melt them. I'm just gonna wrap them together in the pack and let them melt together. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, you know, in this time where we overcomplicate things, it's cool. I mean, I think most of us, if not all of us, started fishing, you know, waiting off the bank, whatever. Uh, and and there's something that we miss about that. I always talked. When I was fishing a lot more tournaments, I'd always kind of get mad at myself because you get too focused on tournaments and you forget to go float your favorite river or go do whatever mm. you used to do. Yep. Uh, so it's cool that you've, even though you're dabbling in tournaments, you, you've kept true to yourself and keep doing that. Yeah. I, everybody asked me to do more tournaments or a lot of my friends. And I, I mean, they, they, first off, they wear me out. I get so exhausted after them because like I don't eat or drink, you know, and then you're just dead the next day. And then, but I, I do get pumped up for like some of the two day ones. I'm going to try to do like, I try to, I like to do like maybe once a month, try to, now we got a, we got one, uh, the uh, Tennessee, um, Bass Nation on Watts Bar. Watts like I'm going to do that weekend. Saturday. Yeah. Probably won't catch anything. Cause I, <laughs> I can't catch anything in February. Get the the way. Out, baby. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then the water's low. I can't go up any Creek channels cause they got the water down. So I'm like, I don't know, but I'm thinking about jumping in that one myself. I kind of want to. Yeah. I try to. I, I want to try to do that, and, and you know, do a do a few tournaments here and there. Um, do one of Drew Gregory's. I, I'm hoping to do like the Shelly Palooza. Uh, I got to go. I, I did a Bass Nation in Susquehanna, um, the national event last yeah. year, and that was eye opening. That place is magic. How those smallies like that uh, Yum Dinger? I didn't have to use that. <laughs> I caught everything on the spinnerbait. I threw a spinnerbait the whole, both days. Yeah. You didn't even it was, test it? You didn't even test it? It was, well, it, here's one thing I saw up there that I'd never seen before. I, I, any slack water, there was not a single fish in the slack water. Like they don't, they're not in the slack water where a normal bass is. They're in straight current. They're eating and them. even behind boulders, I couldn't get a bite behind a boulder that stuck out of the water. It was only underwater underwater ripples. Now I don't know if that's you know if it changes all the time, but yeah. you're not too far off. Did you throw a giant whopper plopper at all up there? No, dude. I, just I next threw, time you go when you're pre-fishing before all yeah. the pressure gets started, throw a giant whopper plopper out there and just watch those freaking fish knock it around. Also, I took the uh, I took a crescent shoulder because I, I I went up to, uh, Drew Drew kind of set it up. And he's like, hey, we got some people coming, so I stayed at their house and I stayed with um. 
with Josh Rinko and all them. So like everybody in the house did better than oh, me. Oh boy. Everybody killed it. And I got I still ended up got like 36 out of like whatever 140 people. So I was like happy. But I thought we were gonna do floats. I thought it was gonna be like river floats. <laughs> everybody had motors. I show up at the Sholey and paddle in the current and wind two days in a row. Whoa, what's going on there? What is happening? Somebody's celebrating. I don't know what that That's was. That's amazing. John, there is something that I don't, I'm not aware of with this software, but just continue. Sorry. It, <laughs> yeah. it heard, it heard the uh, paddling and then it did fireworks. So there you That's go. Awesome. Yeah, I know. So now I, I paddled in the current and wind um, for Next two days. Time, just, just holler at somebody and get a float part. Like there's 50 people. Yeah. I'd say more than that doing floats. Just bum a ride. The problem was I knew there was fish in this area and I just kept circling it and just kept catching fish. Um, but I was, I was very exhausted. Um, yeah, so I, I would love to go back up there and, and fish that again, but that, but like half the time is like I I do the turn I don't the tournaments don't make me any money I do the tournaments for fun like that's something I want to learn how to do and I just try to you know I'll just make a video out of them even though I go in the hole whenever I do trips like that but everybody does a good place to do a video though because I mean so many people search stuff like that yeah like, you know kayak fishing the Susquehanna or whatever. That's that's a hot spot, and there's plenty of action. Like you automatically oh, yeah. have plenty of footage to edit because there's just fish everywhere. The the first um the first fish I caught it was a 16 inch, and I saw it. I was like, this is a five pounder. He <laughs> <It> was so <laughs> wide. I'd never seen a smallmouth like that. I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah, it was only 16 inches. I'm like, wow. Well, yeah, that was that was different. Wow. Katie says it's a hand movement, Ryan. So I'm gonna try to make something happen here. I don't know, dude. I don't know how you turn the fireworks on. That's yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That we'll was see. Crazy. <laughs> Nothing. See, Maybe it's only the guest. It's not the know. hand movement. I don't. I don't uh, think so. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 John, we're gonna wrap this thing up here in a minute, man. But before we go, I gotta ask you. You know, just to kind of reflect. I know when you started, you kind of already said it. You didn't ever think you'd be here. You know, full time YouTuber, hundred fifty thousand subs. On What's that journey? Podcast? Yeah, on this podcast. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> this is kind of dipping back to his olden days of, of being less than a, a YouTube star. He's, he's back here on KBN. But, uh, you know, reflect back on that. What what does it mean to you? Where do you see this going in the future? Uh, you know, where where I know you never thought you'd be here, but here you are now. So reflect back on that. I try not to take any of it for granted. And I, I look back and I think I've gotten to do more fishing trips than most people get to do in their life that I've, I've gotten to do in the last four years and the knowledge that I've learned, just going different places, meeting people, fishing different ways and fishing all over. I've got, you know, not everywhere, but I've, I've been in a lot of different States and fishing and doing lots of things. I feel like I can't replace that. You know, I don't know what the future is going to do. Um, you know, or if I could tra transition this into working maybe at a, a fishing thing or maybe i just keep doing this I, who knows it might grow way more than i think um i have a goal like making some maybe custom rods and lures and stuff at some point but I, we started a, a little merch uh selling some merch um my sister's running it she's working on setting that up again we we kind of ran out um but yeah it, it's it's um it's a it's a weird ride that i still wake up thinking i'm late for work <laughs> and like Oh, I don't have to go to work. I can do whatever I want today. So, but also I try to use that I, with all this extra time and, and ability, I try to use it for, um, to help people, to fish with people, to take people out fishing. And, you know, I know that God's given me this ability and this time to also be a help to other people and that maybe don't get to do as much. So, um, I don't know. It's, it's weird. We'll see how it goes. And I, I'm loving it, having a blast, um, doing it. Uh, it, I go up and down. Of course, there's ups and downs every week. Basically, I'm like, ah, this is dumb. I ain't doing no more. Then the next day, I'm ready to go back at it. So, um, uh, other than that, yeah, it's 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 been going pretty good, and I hope it just continues to go. And who knows um, what I'm gonna get into next? Amazing, man. Amazing. That's uh, awesome. And... We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you out there in Oklahoma. Hopefully, on stage. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I got 13th um, last year, so the top 10 got to go up. I was just happy I got. I got that. I that was pretty cool. Last year, that tournament yeah. never even happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had a fun time there last year, Ryan. I, I had a respectable finish. I think I was twenty fifth, so I was right there. I was right. I was yeah, right there. Respectable. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm thinking about. I'm yeah. signing up for Rayburn just to guarantee myself a top one hundred at this point. So I'm gonna go. You need. You better go to Rayburn if it's on fire like they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know. I know. 
I'll be texting you being mad about it after I get there. <laughs> <laughs> on the way home Sunday. <laughs> Sunday after I get my biscuit on the way home. Uh, no, but it's going to be fun. But, John, thank you, man. That was awesome. Thank you for sharing your story with us. And, you know, we'll have you back on when you hit. Congrats on the success. I didn't realize you were in Cleveland, dude. You're way closer than everybody else. Holler at me and let's, uh, let's get out and poke around sometime. Dude, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate y'all uh, inviting me. I know it took a few times. There's always something coming up. But, yeah, it's it great to be on. You're the man. Sounds good. Take it easy, bud. There it is. John from Creek Fishing Adventures. Awesome That's channel. A... I love it. I know a lot of people watching follow John over there. So That's great story, stuff, man. Great stuff. Yeah. So in honor of John being on the show tonight to win some Revos, the Revo giveaway, hashtag Creek. Hey, take hashtag that, Creek. Josh Evans. Take that, Josh. You ain't, you ain't cheating us tonight, buddy. No. Hit that hashtag Creek, and we're going to wrap the show with another clip of DJ's video because I saw DJ in the comments. So we'll honor yeah. him with that. So hit that hashtag creek. What'd you think, Ryan? Big Sam preview was good. It sounds like Dude, it's gonna be on fire. I need I, to make that happen. I'm, I am uh I've got Kenzo this weekend. I don't know how how I can get her from school on Friday and get to Texas, but we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna have to think a lot harder about it now. I'll throw the jackhammer in your in your honor. Oh, please. I'll send you some. All right. I got I, I got a I got a handful. Got do a you handful, have Firecraw? So. Yes. All right, I did. do that. I did. I've got the full size, the mini max, and the the big blade fire crawl. So take that mini max out and bust them in the head. Yeah, fill up that deal. We had uh, sitting over hundred still. We had them on over on Twitter slash X. We had them on Twitch tonight. Big audience on YouTube, Facebook, and I didn't. I wasn't on last week, so I didn't get to mention this. But you know, we built this show Ryan on Facebook. We did it backwards. We started on Facebook, and then not even that long ago, got yeah, started getting serious with YouTube, and we just passed two thousand subscribers on YouTube. What? Yeah, are we rich yet? No. Can we quit no. our jobs? When did he say he could? When? <laughs> when do you get to quit your job? Maybe that's the key. Maybe we just need to quit right now. Do the show three times a week. <laughs> if you I build it, I, we'd probably my my liver would quit if we did this show three times a week. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I figured the audience would thin out. I'm afraid. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so still building in the in the entries. Hit that hashtag Creek. I'll give you another minute or two, and we'll do this giveaway. Get out of here for the night. Can't wait. Here we go. We're going to pull it right now. Even 60. Dun, dun, dun. Bam. Who's getting slow rolled this evening? Bam, 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 bam. Parts Unknown Outdoors. I like that name. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That sounds intriguing. Yeah. Parts out known on door outdoors on YouTube. Hit us up on the Facebook. If you have an account over there or just kayakbassnation at gmail.com. Send me an email. Yeah. We'll get you a code, man. I like it. There we go, Ryan. Fun show, man. Glad to be yes, back. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad to have you back. I was worried about you. I uh, tried to call Jeff before the show and, and he wouldn't even answer me. <laughs> I was went to, to bed, sure dude. It wasn't anything serious. And it went straight to voicemail. And I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> yeah. my boy's down bad. <laughs> Old Papa was in bed, but mm -hmm. uh, I'm back. I'm back. We're ready to go. Glad so, to have you back. All right, man. We'll see you all next week with the Rayburn winner, eh? Yep, let's do it. A master in the shallow, but one I'm catching them deep. Learn to finesse the game, because power's easy to me. Mama always told me there's plenty fish in the sea, but y'all ain't never 